Today's podcast is sponsored by New Hampshire Vape Gallery, NaturalBossNH.com, and SlowDownClothing.BigCartel.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 50 of Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back. I am once again recording early. It is Sunday. Uh, my 11th year anniversary is coming up this Wednesday, so I will not be able to edit this thing, so I'm trying to fit it all in today um, to free up that Wednesday for me and my wife. I want to thank everybody who's a new subscriber. Welcome to the show. Um, Everybody who is already subscribed, thank you. As always, I appreciate it. Keep them coming. Spread this thing. Uh, Remember to set those alarms so you know as soon as the new episodes are uploaded. If you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe and hit the alarms uh, for that exact same reason. Hit the like buttons if you're enjoying the video and share, 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 please. I appreciate it. Comments, any of that helps this thing rise to the top. So I appreciate everybody who does. Um, also, you can email me at talkingwithtofer at gmail.com. That's talkingwithtofer at gmail.com. That's the official email of the podcast. Put whatever you're talking about in the subject line so that we can get that conversation started. But yeah, so again, that is uh, talkingwithtofer at gmail.com. T-A-L-K-I-N withtofer at gmail.com. Official email. Um, And I look forward to hearing from all of you out there. Um... Let's see here. You can also follow me on all social media. That's right. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Go there. Um, There's usually content popping up from day to day. um, And it's just a great way to get some more content throughout the week. So, again, that's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Um, and now that all the housekeeping is out of the way, let's get into the episode. Um, so I got a comment the other day, um, and I figured I'd start with this cause I've, I, it's going to kind of lead me, um, to where I want to go. Um, but last week, uh, you got to kind of see a glimpse of the person I guess I used to be. Without the alcohol and the yelling and screaming, you didn't see any of that. But unfortunately, uh, my wife did. Uh, when I, my when that podcast went down last week, I lost my shit. I got super angry. I got depressed. Um, I had to think fast. Um, come up with a podcast. Uh, I don't know, kind of out of the blue. I tried to replicate everything that I did the first time, and it just Mm, I don't know. It, it, I don't feel like I got uh, my my point across uh, per se. Um, I mean, I I explained some things, but I was so angry and upset and just disappointed um, that I don't feel like I uh, did as good of a job as unfortunately the when I recorded it on Sunday it was. It was it was okay. It wasn't great, but it was 
it was it was okay. And then I had to re-record on Monday, and it was a nightmare, and I was just completely not myself. I was definitely the old me, and I was not happy with uh, uh, my performance, um, it, it, to to put it in a sense. But I got a um, I got a comment on my YouTube. Uh, yesterday for um, the Pact Act, uh, uh, the Pact Act um, episode that I did that I wasn't very pleased with, and I kind of wanted. To, I'm not gonna like. I want. I, I do want to shout him out. I guess his name is definitely uh, Rerun. So definitely U H Rerun. Now. Um, he says that I um, should have never been behind uh, the mailing ban in the first place, and um, I don't know how I could th- how he doesn't see how I could see that it was a good idea, and I'm going to kind of defend myself here. We never thought it was a good idea, ever, never, ever, ever did I agree that this was a good idea. But at the end of the day, when the federal government is saying that they're going to do certain things. Um, we're all trying to scramble to make sure the industry doesn't completely disappear. And this brings me to my good news is that I finally got some explanation on how all of this is going to work. And you know what? Yeah, it's not great for the industry. It doesn't make me happy. And I'm not, uh, I don't, I don't approve of any of this. I don't want it to be this way. And I do understand that. Yeah, uh, all the people at home won't be able to get any products to their house, so they won't be able to do certain things without going to a store. But at the same time, and they help build the industry, but at the same time, um, if we don't do what they're asking us to do, they're just going to shut everything down, and they'll ban all vaping in America, period. And that just means nobody will get anything. So... If that's the worst case scenario and the best thing for us to do is to kind of, you know, compromise here um, and come up with a solution to keep the industry alive and still have everybody capable of going to stores and buying things, I don't think it's the worst, but it's definitely not the scenario I wanted I wanted vaping to stay the way that it always has been. I wanted things to be regulated. I wanted juices to be safe. And I wanted to make sure that it stayed out of the hands of anyone under the age of 21. Those are the most important three things to me. And yeah, I know I'm only a store manager, but I have literally helped build this vape shop from the ground up. I have put my last five years of my life into this shop to make it everything that it is today and yeah I'm not the owner but I treat it like I am I I'm I'm, I'm very good personal friends with the owner it's not like we're uh, I'm, I'm just working for somebody like this is a very close uh, old friend to me and we have gone through all the background we have done all the the lifting all the heavy lifting has been done by the two of us to make this shop get to where it is today and I just want to keep it afloat I want to keep it above ground and by 
doing what the feds are asking of us, if it keeps my shop open, then I, I, I'm pretty much going to, um, we're going to do whatever we can to work with them and just allow our shop to be open. That's that's what we want. So, no, I don't agree with any of this. But if it's the way that they want it, well, then they're going to get it. They're the federal government. There's really no arguing to them. You know, they're just, you do it this way or we shut you down. And that's the end of the story. So, I may not agree, but unfortunately, it seems to be the direction we're going in in order to get regulation and so they can keep track of it and all this other bullshit. So the way that this breaks down and what I found out was um, you got your manufacturers. The manufacturers are going to sell their products to the distributors, and then the distributors are going to sell their products to the vape shops that have active EIN numbers, active business licenses, and a updated active tobacco license. If you do not have those three items, two of them you need in order to be a business in general, so you can't really not you can't have a business and not have the first two. But if you are just a vape shop, you never needed a tobacco license. Now they're not that hard to get. Uh, you do have to do a little bit of work and it does cost a little bit of money, but Get your tobacco license if you need to in order to stay open because distributors will not be selling to anybody without a tobacco license. You have to have it. So the only thing I can do is try to get this information out there, try to help others out, make sure that they're prepared for the move because there's no fighting this movement. There's no fighting it. We have to just obey, uh, unfortunately, to what they're asking us to do. And I think, I think it's going to be okay. Definitely, definitely not something I wanted to have happen to the industry, but it's what's happening. This is how it's going to work, and now um, we should be able to stay open. So, hooray, a uh, little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Um, uh, uh, like always, it wasn't as bad as I made it out to be. So, you know, not only uh, dealing with the podcast and the recording failure and everything else going on when this, when I was dealing with this, at, yeah, because I was dealing with this at first, and then I had the incident with the podcast, and I just lost my shit. I, I completely blew up, and it was just um, really really uh, a, a glimpse into the old me and I did not like it at all um, but yeah so that's the update on the pact act it seems like there is some light at the end of the tunnel so shout out to that guy for that comment that was great and I finally have all my uh, blood results that I have taken now I'll get through everything this is going to be like um, well, I guess it's going to be blood tests for dummies because I'm a super dummy and all these wonderful um, letters that I'm looking at just look like uh, they took the alphabet and threw it on the page and it's supposed to mean something. So what I have done is is I have opened up like 15 different tabs. They go over each test individually it tell they're gonna tell me what the blood test is made for. I'll read it, um, but at the end of the day, I'm probably going to learn something new um, right along with you because I don't know a lot about this stuff. All I know 
is what I listen to on other podcasts. I understand that these are the types of blood tests I should be getting done, but I don't always understand the complete breakdown. It's this, it's the same thing as, um, you know, the PACT Act. I don't, I didn't know anything about the PACT Act, but I did my best to try and explain it and just get the word out there. So that's the same thing I'm doing with these blood tests. I took them. I'm going to tell you what they what they did. Um, I'm going to tell you what why you should be getting these tests done uh, according to uh, the articles I'm reading, um, and then I'll tell you what my past results have been because I, I think it's kind of exciting. I like to see this stuff. This type of stuff excites me. I've been working on my health for years now, and I am finally getting the results that I have been looking for. Um, so let's let's get into it, right? All right, so one of the first tests that I got done was the hemogram. Um, what I've done is I've linked my laptop to the TV behind me. So I'm hoping this is gonna be something that you can kind of follow along with, but probably not. I'm just doing my best. Once I figure out how to actually edit it into the podcast and so it pops up on a separate screen, um, once I figure that out, I'm sure I can eliminate all of this, uh, what I like to call stupidity. Um, but this is what I can do right now, and I'm working on it uh, every day. So, all right. We have got um, no movement from my mouse, so that makes me sad. Hold on. All right, so the hemogram blood test is another way to refer to complete blood count that is routinely ordered by doctors. The blood test is used to measure how healthy someone happens to be at any given moment. Once a healthy baseline set numbers has been established, doctors are able to see the presence of infectious diseases, infections, diseases, and other disorders like anemia. Um, this is one of the most common blood tests that is ordered today. It is often part of the annual physical exam. No preparation is required. Um, it measures several different things. A complete blood count. Uh, the blood test is going to measure several different components. A person's blood consumption. Um, it is not definitive. It is not a definitive test, so doctors will only be able to see if something is wrong when results come back as abnormal. Most specific tests are required as follow-ups to determine the diagnosis. So you got um, a hematocrit, hematocrit. This is a measurement of the red blood cells. Um, then you got a hemoglobin, hemo and Hema. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to learn how to say these things too, I guess. This is a, hemoglobin is the measurement of how much protein, uh, how much of the protein that carries oxygen through the blood. Then you got a mean corpuscular volume. This test looks at the average size of RBCs to determine if they are larger or smaller than normal. Larger cells indicate deficiencies. Then you got platelets. Um, the WBCs. Ah, okay. So there we go. Um, and then uh, uh, the WBCs. Oh well, you got the platelets. See, sorry. Bleeding and clotting indicate abnormal 
conditions when too many or too few uh, platelets are in the hemogram blood test sample. Total white blood total white blood cell count. The WBCs are the body's fighters that will work to ward off infections, germs, invasions, or attack the body uh, itself at times. Increasing the WBCs indicate infection, disease, or an immune disorder. Wow. So then you got corpuscular hemoglobin. Boy, this is going to be either really bad or really really uh difficult well i bet you it's gonna be bad and difficult to listen to um let's see the concentration of the corpuscular hemoglobin looks at what it's actually inside the rbc's part of the complete blood count can help um to detect congenital disorders or measure how effective treatments are for several burn injuries for severe burn injuries, it is also to detect some specific types of anemias. So, all right, so let's go through these then. I got the um, RBC. Um, let's see, I've had this test. Uh, there we go. Sorry, my pages were stuck. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight. So I've had this eight times from 2011 to 2021. 40 and a half to 48.5 percent on your uh, hem hematocrit. Um, so I started at a 42.8, and it went up to 43, 43, 46, 46.4. 44.9, 46 even, and now I'm at 45.9. That was my measurement last week. Wow. All right, so then you've got the hemoglobin. Let's go to the hemoglobin. Um, you should be 13.7 to 16.5. Now, when I say you should be, this is I'm talking about my results. I'm 41. So I do not know if you fall under the same numbers as I do. You would have to actually look up your age. Um, there is different percentages, different numbers you should be getting for different ages, but it's like a full age bracket. So I think anybody under the age of 24 or 26, I think your numbers are different. If you're over 26 to 60, um, these are your numbers. And then 60 and over is different. Um, so back to hemoglobin, 13.7 to 16.5. Well, um, I am 15. And I sat at 15. Then I would drop to 14 one year. Um, and then I landed at a 14.7 this year. So that kind of fluctuates, huh? Fluctuates anywhere between just over 15 to just at 14. So I guess that's good. I mean, my doctor said everything was good. All right, so here are my platelets. Um, you're supposed to have 145 to 357. There's also a times 10 quote, quotation 3. MCL. That's a backslash. Um 
216 is what I had in 2011. I went all the way up to 268 by 2018. Um, and then we were at 234 this year. So the platelets bleeding and clotting indicate abnormal conditions when too many or too few platelets are in the hemogram blood test. Cool. So it looks like I got plenty of stuff to clot my blood. That's good. Um, let's see. The WBCs, that was a total white blood cell count. I'm at a 5.4 times 10. The standard range is 4.0 to 9.5. So that's pretty cool. So I'm right there. All right, so let's see. I was uh, 8.2 in 2011, 7.2, 9.5 in 2018. Wow, you're only supposed to get up to 9.5. In 2018, I was 11.2 on my white blood cell. Huh. I wonder what that meant. Because they say if it's high... Oh, and I got, I got tested again in 2018. So I got three tests in 2018, 9.5, 11.2, and 8.8. .8. Isn't that crazy? So that means it's right here. Yeah, there it is. Um, 2019, 6.3. 2020, 7.7. .7, and then uh, 2021 was 5.5. So that's good. I wonder why that was so high in 2018. That's wild. I, I, I Like I said, I've just... I went over this stuff and tried to gather as much of the information as I could before I went over it. But this is your hemogram uh, blood test. It's definitely a blood test that you're going to take if you just get your yearly physical. Um, but it gives you great information on stuff that's going on inside you. I, I think this is so important, especially today with um, all this covid bullshit we should know more about our health and what's going on inside um so this is yeah your differential blood test a differential blood test enables a doctor to determine how many white blood cells are in the body there are five types of white blood cells and the test also shows how many of each type are present all right, so the doctor will often order this test um, to get a diagnosis. They also may be looking for signs of illness um, to see if you have a chronic um, uh, condition, um, you know, could affect your bone marrow, um, and such as body aches, chills, fever, headache, and pain, particularly in the bones. I think I got this because it's part of the physical. Like, I didn't... You know what I mean? I didn't ask for this one specifically. There were ones that I asked for specifically, and I'll let you know those ones. But all of these tests that I'm going over is everything I got with the physical. Um, and everybody should get one, especially if you have insurance. It, it is covered um, on all insurances. They always want you to um, get your physical done. I can't remember the word. Preemptive? Are we preemptive? No, it's something care, pre-something care. I'll think of it when I'm halfway through the podcast and it doesn't make any sense anymore uh, to add it in. So the types of cells in a differential blood test, um, neotropolis, um, then you have your mono, monocytes, eosinophils, basophils, and lymphocytes. I hope I'm getting that right. I'm really trying here. All right, so 
On my test, though, is all of these things, and then under it is the same exact thing. It says it says A B S, um, and I I can't re- I think that's total count. I can't remember what the ABS stands for, though. So, like I said, I am no scientist. I am no doctor. I am just trying to uh, give a little bit of light of uh, what happens when you actually do take care of yourself. You better your health. You take your supplements. You've, you exercise, and you do all this stuff. Um, I know I probably did a podcast like this a couple months ago, but it, health is just so important. Um, it's just so important. Otherwise, you're not living if you don't have it, right? So it's the most important. Um, so I'm going to try and figure this out. Neotrophils. According to the American Association for the Clinic Chemistry, neophils are the most common type of white blood cell. They are responsible for destroying bacteria in injured or infected tissue. So super, super important. My value is 51.7%. Um, my total val my uh my neutroph abs is two point seven eight times ten. I ranged at fifty one point seven percent two point seven eight. And over the years I had to print these one this is why I'm doing these ones first, because one they're the longest and two I printed everything upside down like a like a dum dum. So 4.52 in 2011, got all the way up to 8.6, 2018, and then 2020 I dropped to 5.04, and now I'm down to 2.78. Well, that worries me. Why is it so low? Why was this? What is with 2018? All my shit is like off the charts. Like, super high. Everything's really high. All right, anyways. <sighs> I digress. Um, yeah, so now I got the, the, the monocytes. Now, your monocytes are um, little things here. You can see the pictures. These are uh, cells inside the body, um, part of your complete blood. Um, they're very important. All, all of this, all, all your blood is just your defense system. Everything is your defense system. So monocytes are similar to neutrophils. They destroy bacteria, but usually those causing chronic infections. Monocytes also play a role in repairing damaged tissues. So burn victims, stuff like that, they need these things. It's very important to them. So my value is a 7.4. And then um, it was a uh, 0.4 is what I got. You should be 0.3 to 0.9. And look at that. 0.6, 2011, 2018, 0.6. So that one stayed. Then I dropped to two th- 0.4 and 20. 0.4 in 2021. My percentage is still 7. It was 7.4 this year. So my percentage was way up like it was in 2011, where my percentages dropped almost under 5.5, and then it skyrocketed to 7.4. But I dropped in the point... Huh. See, these are the things I don't uh, I don't understand, um, but that's okay. It's all right. It's all right. We're going to move on. Eosinophils. My total value was 0.2 times 10. 
Um, divided by three, da- backslash MCL. Um, you're supposed to be at 0.0 to 0.4. So that's pretty good. Um, and Because uh, we're right in that range. You know, you want to be in the range that's standard. Um, you know, there was one I was way up on, but that one is a good one, I think. Um, and then my percentage is 4.1%. So it doesn't really tell me what the standard percentage should be, but that's okay. Eosinophils. These are responsible for treating infections caused by parasites. Eosinophils also control the immune system, uh, the immune system's response to allergic reactions. So this was super, super low, and I think this is the probably the cause of my allergies. I am down to 4.1%, and I was... Actually, that's up. That is up. My defense on my allergies, I, I don't know. It says that, though. Uh, allergic reaction. So it's up on the percentage, but down in the abs. And I don't know exactly what that means, but I am definitely doing better than I was in 2011. But, yeah, the... Per, the, the um, the percentage is way down, 0.2, and I used to be up at 0.4, 0.6, Jesus, and now I'm down to 0.2, but my percentage is up. So this is two of them where the ABS is down, but the percentage is up. So I don't know what that means. I'm going to have to look into that, but pretty cool, pretty cool. All right, so now you got your basophils. Basophils are the least common type of blood, white blood cell. Their function is still unclear but they may play a role in allergic reactions. So here's what mine is. I think it's 0.7%. They don't tell me the average. And then my basophils ABS is 0.0. And your standard range is 0.0 to 0.1. But I have 0.0 and I'm at a 0.0%. According to this, the percentage has gone up. The ABS is still at zero, but it's actually gone from a 0.4 in 2011. I actually hit 0.8 in 2016. Then it drops five, six, five, and now I'm at seven. So not too bad, not too bad. Uh, One more on these boring blood tests. I know these ones are not as exciting to talk about. There's a lot of stuff I don't understand, and I always always want anybody that is actually curious about this stuff to go and look it up and maybe um you know find out more information on your own listen to some actual doctors on this stuff it's really really interesting i don't absorb all the information but i do my best uh lymphocytes these are the three types of lymphocytes b lymphocytes procedure anti Produce antibodies to attack specific viruses, bacteria, and other foreign invaders. T lymphocytes help to identify cells that require an immune response. Natural killer cells, the third type, destroy cancer cells and viruses. So, doesn't, like I said, none of these tell me the standards percentage of where I'm supposed to be, which is so annoying. Um, oh, oh, see, I should have been paying attention. 
All right, so lymphocytes should be anywhere between 20 and 40%. Now that I'm on the very last one, I'm at 35.9%. So we're good. We're right there in between the 20-40. I wish I had done this for the rest of them, but I'm not backtracking. Um, so that part is good. Then my total value, 0.4 times the 10-3 M- backslash MCL um, standard should be 0.3 to 0.9. So we're right there. Um, let's check them out for the last six, seven years. 35.2, then I dropped to 25, then I dropped to 18, then I dropped to 14, then I went up to 26. Holy shit. Points were 2.9, 1.8, 1.8, 1.6, 2.0. Go on the back. I'm at 35.9%. So is that the highest I've ever been? Yep, the highest I've ever been is as of 2000. It is, it is the result in 2021. But in 2011, I was at 35.2. But man, did these tank! And 2018 was the worst. What was going on in 2018? Because my blood is all fucked up, like on every level. That's crazy. It's so interesting when now now that I'm actually digging into this at the same time, um, it's pretty pretty wild. So right at the right percentage on all of that. So uh, like my like my doctor told me, he said everything's looking good. Um, he was happy with the results. Um, you know, uh, and this is why. Um, and this this I believe is from changing uh, most of my diet. Um, I think it's because I don't, um, I just don't take in a lot of garbage anymore. I'll, I'm not going to lie to you and say I don't eat any sugar and I don't do this. No, I still do, but it's not like bags of Swedish fish and um, just really, really bad stuff for you. No more fast food, no more uh, anything uh, that I haven't cooked or prepared myself. Um, I mean, we haven't been able to go to restaurants in over a year. I'm definitely going to go to one as soon as we don't have to wear a mask anymore. But none of that stuff. Everything's home cooked. Everything is uh, prepared. So it's easy to maintain. All right. So let's get into the next one, shall we? So this is your CMP blood test uh, with glucose fasting. So um, this one here, uh, super important. Um, if your doctor suspects that you are suffering from chronic conditions such as diabetes, kidneys, uh, let's see. What is the CMP blood test? A CMP blood test helps in evaluating the protein and sugar levels in your blood. It can tell how well your liver and kidneys are functioning. It also aids in determining your body's fluid balance and electrolyte levels. Your body uses sugar for you to have energy. On the other hand, electrolytes are responsible for balancing your body's fluids. They can help uh, in maintaining your brain function, muscle contraction, and heart rhythm. The liver aids in digestion and yields vitamins and other substances needed by your body. It also manages the amount of protein, fat, and glucose in your body. The kidneys can help balance the number of mineral, water, and salts in your blood. They also get rid of the unwanted substance in your body. All right, so this is what's included in the blood test. Li- uh, liver, including alkylate, phosphates, 
alkaline, amotransferous, aspirate, ammonifrice, and bilirubin. Um, kidney, including the bun and creatine, electrolytes, including sodium, potassium, chloride, and carbon dioxide, proteins, including aluminum and total protein, you got your glucose, you got your calcium, um, and then, of course, you need to fast for this blood test. So let me see if I can make some sense of my test. All right, so the, the liver test is your ALP, ALT, um, AST, and your bilirubin. All right, so total bilirubin is 0.5. Um, my ALT was 26. You're supposed to be 0 to 55, so we're good there. Um, your AST... Um, I'm supposed to be 0 to 39, says I got 21, so winning. BUN, nope, that's not yet, that's the kidney test. I got the ALT and the AST and the bilirubin, but I don't see the ALP, so we're going to skip it. I mean, it's not the end of the world. Should have had this all mapped out before I got on the mic, but hey, this is how a podcast goes, right? Uh, let's see. The kidney test is your BUN and your creatine. So BUN, um, you want to be between 10 and 20 milligrams. I'm at 20 milligrams. So that's exciting. I think that's good. I like being almost maxed out. Uh, creatine, um, you should be at 0.8 to 1.5 milligrams. I'm at 0.93. So plenty of cre- creatine going on in there. So that's good to know. Um, let's see, your electrolytes, that is going to be your sodium, potassium, chloride, and your CO2. So let's see here, electrolytes, sodium, um, you're supposed to be 135 to 145, it's an MMOL backslash big L. I don't know what that means, but my value is at 140, so we're good, that's exciting. Um, my potassium, you're supposed to be 3.5 to 5.0. Um, I'm at 4.4, so that's good. So chloride, you're supposed to be 98 to 107. Again, that M-M-O-L backslash big L. Um, I'm at 105. And then the CO2, you're supposed to be 22 to 31. I'm at 27. So uh, it's just, that it's nice to know. It's very nice to know my... Anning gap, which I don't know what that is, um, supposed to be 5 to 15, I'm at 8. So that's good. It's really good. Really good numbers. They're not just, a, they're not like, I, I don't like it when I get my numbers and they're like, you can have 6.1 to 8 and you're a 6.1. I'm like, oh, that seems low. Like I feel like I should always be a little bit higher than what the low is. I don't know why. Um, let's see, your proteins, you've got um, your total, your albumin, total protein, glucose, and calcium. So calcium is uh, supposed to be 8.5 to 10.5, I'm 9.6, so that makes me happy. My total protein is supposed to be 6.1 to 8.0, I'm only at 6.8, so I think I got up my protein. Um, my albumin uh, 3.2 to 5.2, I'm at 4.7, so not bad, but not, I feel like I could do a little bit better, and then glucose, um, 65 to 99, I'm at 106, 
So that's up there, huh? Got a lot of glucose going on. What's up with that? And that's my glucose fasting. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, I feel like a few things could be a little bit better. We'll, we'll have to adjust the diet. I'll have to figure out. Um, I also have to go and talk to the doctor about these results and kind of go over things with him. He'll explain to me what things mean in more depth and if there is anything that I can do to uh, fix it or bring something down or bring something up. You know, I'm going to need his assistance to do that. And then this is your lipid test, your lipid panel. All right, your lipid panel is going to be the basic lipid blood test measures that your total cholesterol, your uh, triglyceride levels, your HDL, your LDL cholesterol, more extensive lipid profiling tests also include VLDL ratio of total cholesterol to HDL and the ratio of LDL to HDL. Now, I don't know. Mine didn't go that deep. Um, I do have some ratios, though. Um, so maybe they did. I don't know. Like I said, my doctor is pretty goddamn good now. I'm very happy with him. He's doing everything in his power um, to make sure I'm getting the tests that I want uh, so that I know my body uh, better today than I did yesterday. Um, let's see. So super, in super simple, total cholesterol. I don't really need to... I understand this. I don't know exactly. Oh, there it is. I'll fix. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. So total cholesterol. Um, standard range is zero to ninety-nine. I am at one hundred and forty-two. So that's good. Um, your cholesterol is required for the synthesis of steroid hormones and bile. It is necessary component of the cell and membranes. If we don't get cholesterol from our diet, the liver will make it. However, most people do receive plenty of cholesterol in their diet, resulting in high cholesterol levels greater than 200 milligrams backslash DL. The total cholesterol measurement is a sum of high-density lipotene, HDL, low-density lipop protein, LDL, and very low-density lipoprotein. VLDL. Oh, very low density. Okay. Hmm. HDL is high density and then low density. Huh. All right. See, there we go. Learn shit. Low total cholesterol levels and generally preferred but extremely low levels. LDL cholesterol levels less than 50 milligrams can decrease hormone levels and may result in problems with memory and cognition. Well, I am glad I'm at 142 then. No worries there. Triglycerides. Triglycerides are the fats absorbed in the body following a meal made by the liver in response to diets rich in sugars, refined carbohydrates, or fats. Conditions that can cause high triglycerides include hypothyroidism, um, diabetes, liver, kidney disease, cortic steroids and diets high in refined carbohydrates and sweets as well um, as excess fat intake. So you're supposed to be 30 to 149 on the triglycerides. I'm at a 33. See, when you got a range like that, is it good to be closer to the lower number? I don't know. I feel like I should be in the middle, but I'm not going to question it. I'm right where I guess I need to be. Um, HD cholesterol, high-density lipoprotein. 
is known as good cholesterol um, because it helps remove excess cholesterol deposits from the lining, arterial lining. Higher levels can reduce the incidence of cardiac arrest. Um, coronary heart disease. I don't know where I got cardiac arrest. Um, low levels of HDL significantly increase the risk of heart disease and are associated with diets high in saturated fats, refined carbohydrates, and refined sugars, especially high fructose corn syrup. Inactivity, obesity, and cigarette smoking also reduce your HDL levels. High levels of HDL are a result of the good genes, healthy dietary patterns, and adequate levels of cardiovascular exercise. Um, so my HDL is a 67. It's supposed to be 40 to 60. Uh-oh. Oh, my my good cholesterol is super high. Huh. Fuck them. I don't care. LDL, low density, known as the bad cholesterol. <laughs> good. Elevate uh, bad cholesterol. It deposits in an arterial lining. Uh, creating blockages of blood flow. Evaluated LDL is the um, the result of inactivity, obesity, and type two diabetes. LDL levels also increase from diets high in refined carbohydrates, sugar saturated animals, trans and hydronated fats. Sounds delicious. Um, my low cholesterol is supposed to be zero to ninety nine milligrams, and we are at I am at sixty eight. So. Super excited. I, I, I love this stuff. Uh, like I told you, I've been preparing this um, for two weeks now, putting this together. Not the best, but I, I did my best. Um, and then I have a cholesterol to um, LDL to HDL. I got an LDL cholesterol. Yep, right here, 0 to 99. Um, I am at 68. And then they... Did the cholesterol slash HDL ratio, um, which would be your LDL backslash HDL ratio, needs to be below five to one ratio. I'm at a two to one ratio. So we're doing really good on all the, I, I, I got all the right uh, good fats and I got all, I got everything going good and I have been tested for this four times, so 2011, 2016, 2018, and 2021. There is only a couple tests uh, here that I have actually never done before, and I didn't even realize I'd never done them before, but some of these tests that I've done, I didn't realize that I did them three times in 2018. I mean, there's so many of them I did over and over again in 2018. I don't know what was going on that year, but let's see, 2018, well, I was just getting sober, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what it was. I was probably confused and probably kept ordering the same test. No wonder that doctor hated me. <laughs> New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. This vape shop has got everything you're looking for. And with the mailing ban going into effect April 5th, you can 
bet your ass we're going to have exactly what you need in stock at all times since you won't be able to order it online anymore. Sad story, but unfortunately a true one. So come on down to New Hampshire Vape Gallery where we've got your mods, your disposables, your pod devices like the Nord 4 80 watt device, low, low price of $55. And are you looking for flavored vape juice because your your uh, state has banned all flavors well come on in because we have marketplace we've got your marketplace we've got blended um we've got uh noms we have a lot of flavored juice to choose from in many different varieties and from many different companies um, so come on down and come on in to New Hampshire Vape Gallery located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. You can give us a call 603-814-4171. We're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And I look forward to seeing you. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. This website, I'm telling you, best hand sanitizer I have ever used, hands down. Just a phenomenal, amazing product. Been helping keep COVID and flu away. Uh, yeah, things are getting closer to being open, but who doesn't want to keep their hands clean at all times? This hand sanitizer will help you do that. So you can only get it here at naturalbossnh.com. They also have four other amazing products to choose from. They've got lip balm. They've got foot and body soak. They've got a beard oil, and they have a salve. So you can only get this stuff here at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. You can get any one of these amazing products or buy all five today. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You got to go to this website, especially if you're looking for some brand new clothing and you want some printed shirts that are going to help you stand out, maybe get a conversation started. Well, this is the place to do it. Um, They've got some of the highest quality printed shirts I've ever used. I have put mine through the wash hundreds of times and the prints still have not cracked. Um, They've also got hats and skateboards and gloves and on and on and on women's leggings guys you're looking for a present to give this year then get yourself some slow down clothing uh leggings for the wife your significant other your partner whatever is going on out there but you can get them all right here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com that's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com you're not sure how to spell that it's right here at the bottom of the screen let them know that talking with Topher sent you and now back to the show. Uh, but anyways, all right. So here we go. On and on and on. Um, now is my favorite test, the testosterone test. And I do have to correct myself here. I was dead wrong. And I do not know where I came up with this number of 1440, but I have never had that testosterone score. Never. And I have the test results in my hand to prove it. So testosterone, the most exciting test. I've had it done three times. Um, So this one, I'm always excited for the testosterone because this one was to show whether or not 
the stuff that I injected, uh, the HCG that I injected, let's correct that, um, all of that that I did, all the exercising I'm doing, all the squats, uh, the lights on the balls, the whole thing, anything to build testosterone is I'm, I'm doing it except for straight up, um, you know, testosterone replacement therapy. Um, HCG is hormone or HGC, hormone growth something. So it's not straight testosterone. I wasn't doing a testosterone replacement therapy. I was doing um, hormone growth to build the testosterone that's already inside. And then squats and certain lights and stuff like that will, like the Juve light's really good. They got a little travel size one that you can just put on your balls for a little while and it helps build the testosterone up. It's really cool. Got it from uh, listening to Ben Greenfield, who is the master, as far as I'm concerned, in the podcast world on biohacking and bettering health. You know, he's just, he's he's the go-to as far as I'm concerned. At least he's my go-to. How's that? That sound better? Okay. Um, he's my go-to. So the testosterone test, um, as we know for men, when the testosterone is low, we can get super depressed. Um, your pituitary gland could be misfiring. You could be producing too much estrogen, so that could make you cry. Um, all of that shit. And it, and it fucks with us. And it's really, really bad. Actually, when you get married and you settle down, you can have a bit of estrogen buildup because now you don't have that fight. Um, you're, you can get comfortable. So a lot of times in marriages when the male is pulling away or not excited, it's because we're having a little bit too much estrogen buildup um, or we're losing our testosterone. So really interesting to find that out um, because of the simple fact that like I've done nothing but try to build my testosterone once I found out my levels were so low in 2018. Um, I don't have that issue. I don't, I don't, I'm not like, I don't have that depression issue. And I believe it's because I've built up my testosterone. Um, not saying that I wouldn't use straight up testosterone replacement therapy. I think that's great. If you, if you need it, if you need it and your testosterone is that low, then definitely get the replacement therapy. But if you don't, there's other ways to build your testosterone without injecting yourself. And it's great. Uh, I mean, when I had uh, my depression and I was in counseling and I was in therapy and I was in all this shit, when I found out if I boosted up my testosterone and a few other items that I'll go over in a second, um, once I found out I could build that up and that might help relieve my depression and my anxiety, I was like, well, let's give it a shot. So that's why your testosterone is so important uh, in, in, the, in the male body. Um, so my total testosterone is supposed to be 250 to 1100 nanograms. Now, there is no 1440. So I'm still trying to figure out where I got that stupid number. But anyways, I'm at 683. Now, this is incredible, and I'm going to tell you why. Because in 2018, I was at 523. In 2019, before the HGC or HCG, I can't remember what the fucking acronym is, but 
was at 488. Super low. Like, not good low. Um, at least I don't think it's good. They do say it's normal, but I still don't think it should be under 500, especially if you're very active. Um, and now, with all of that plus what I do today, and I'm not injecting myself anymore. I actually haven't used that in almost two years, I think. Uh, I'm at a 683, and that is the highest I've been um, in the last three years. So... Last three years, I went from 523 to 488 to 683. So great increase. Super excited about that. We can get better. We can do better. But I don't think I'm going to need to inject myself with anything to get better. I just got to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, Am I testosterone free? Uh, You're supposed to be a 35.0 to 155 um, picograms. Per milliliter? Maybe that's what that means. Well, what's a DL then? Dilliliter? I don't fucking know. Um, so I'm at a 114.7 picograms, um, which is great. I'm over 100. That makes me happy. When you have a range up to 155 and I'm seeing 114, that makes me extremely excited. Now, which one of these? Let's see. Uh, when something doesn't seem to be working just right, most men have uh, the predisposition towards finding the cause so the problem can be fixed. Men who are having issues in the bedroom may devote time to searching on the web for answers, and sooner or later, those searches will wind up focused on testosterone levels in men. If one digs a little more deeply, they will encounter the term free testosterone. From here, it should be quite simple to figure out, right? No. Um, does it actually free versus total testosterone approximately 98% of testosterone in the body produces in bound of either sex hormone binding globe 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 globin, um, or alabin this is referred to as bond testosterone to prevent um, as the name suggests total testosterone is the grand total of all the hormone available in the bloodstream while some testosterone tests only account for the account for the total testosterone they may they might not be as helpful um, as once thought here's why we're not going to get into that but there is a difference between your free and your total um, and both of mine are in a really good spot And the only way to find out if yours is, is to get tested for it. And if you're feeling depressed, um, this is a great way to figure out your depression. Um, This is how I got off all my meds, guys and girls. This is how I did it. I, I got these tests done. I found out my blood results. And then I worked on changing my blood results. And once I started fixing that stuff, I got off all the medications that they were giving me to see if it was actually working. Um, I'm not saying this is going to work for everybody, and I'm not saying that there aren't people out there that need medication to do what they're doing. I'm just saying that sometimes we don't, sometimes we really don't need the medication that we're taking. Um, Sometimes. So now you got the TSH. That's your thyroid stimulating hormone. All right, your thyroid is very important. Um, I should have gotten my pituitary gland as well. I did not. Um, So that's one I've written down for next time. 
Um, and I also did not get a vitamin C test. I'll talk about that more in a moment. But um, this is the thyroid. Thyroid is still important. You need your thyroid operating um, properly. Um, you're supposed to be at a 2.27 to 4.0 MCLU. Maybe that's an IU. Uh, backslash ML. Um, I'm at a 0.73. And what is a thyroid stimulating hormone test? A thyroid stimulating hormone, TSH, test measures the amount of THS in the blood. TSH is produced by the pituitary gland, which is located in the base of your brain. It's responsible for regulating the amount of hormones released by the thyroid. This is all very important. The thyroid is a small butterfly-shaped gland located in the front of the neck. It's an important gland that creates three primary hormones. You've got your trilodothyronin, your T3s, (laughs) thyroxine, T4s, and your calcitonin. Calcitonin? Um, So... The thyroid controls numerous different body functions, including um, metabolism, the growth through the release of these three hormones. Your thyroid will produce more hormones if the pituitary gland produces more THS. In this way, the two glands work together, making sure the right amount of thyroid hormone is produced. However, when the system is disrupted, your thyroid can produce either too many or too few Hormones. THA test is often performed to determine the underlying cause of an abnormal thyroid hormone levels. It is also used to screen for underactive or overactive thyroid gland by measuring the level of TSH in the blood. Your doctor can determine how well the thyroid is working. So um, I use these guys a lot, the Healthline. Um, I just felt like they broke down the articles the best. Um, I know some of this is over a year old. You can see this was updated December 17th, 2020. Um, It's not that old. Um, So I was like, screw it. I'm just going to use it. But I figured I'd let you know that Healthline was like the main place I went to. I just liked the way that they broke the test down. Kind of made it easy for me to read aloud and go over my results. Um, Let's see. So this one right here. B12. I found this one to be one of the most important ones uh, to me. Um, It's the reason I started injecting it. It's the reason I take it every day. And it's also the reason why my doctor told me to back off of it and I'm not going to. And I'm going to explain to you why. All right. So B12 is a booed, a booed, a mood booster. Okay. B12 is vital for good health. Your body needs steady levels of nutrients to make enough red blood cells and to keep your nerve system working. For most people who eat balanced diet, low B12 um, levels are rare. But there are reasons why you may dip. Um, a simple blood test can show you how, uh, uh, whether your levels are healthy or low or somewhere in between. Um the main health problem associated with poor B12 absorption is the conditions call. Uh, it's the condition doctors call 
pernicious anema. If you, it develops if you lack um, intrinsic factor, a type of protein made in the stomach. Without it, you can't absorb enough B12 for food. Uh, Crohn's disease, several types of medications may affect um, B12 levels among common drugs that treat gastro um, reflux disease. Um, if you're not taking any of these, do, 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 common symptoms of low B12 is fatigue, fuzzy thinking, numbness, tingling of hands, headaches, moodiness, um, moodiness. And these can all be conditions of a blood test that checks for B12 and to confirm um, the B12 levels could be the issue. It also, for uh, uh, when I was looking into it, I was looking into it because of depression, um, anxiety, and stuff like that. And then the B12 um, can boost your mood. Um, so it's really like a good mood enhancer. So I was injecting this shit into me. Um, for like two or three months while I was trying to get off of my Wellbutrin and get off of those pills. And I got my test results back. Now, I have never had my B12 tested. Oh, nope, I'm lying. I've had it tested twice. So uh, I was doing a lot of this work back in 2019. That's when I first started injecting myself, taking care of my body, um, like I said, it's only it's been a couple years since I've been doing this. You know, figured out the gut thing about three and a half years ago. So uh, we're getting close to the fourth year of uh, bettering. You know, the the body, the blood, the mind, and um, you are supposed to be two hundred and thirty-two to twelve hundred and forty-five uh, picograms. I'm at eighteen seventy-one right now. Now, my doctor has suggested me laying off my B12 unless I'm taking 1,000 IUs a day, and I am, so I'm still going to continue to take it. But back in 2019, I was at 1620. That was while I was injecting it. And I haven't been injecting it in almost two years. I believe I said that earlier. But I take this little uh, pill that I get at Trader Joe's. It goes underneath the tongue, and it dissolves, and then, uh, you know, kind of gets absorbed by the gums and through the blood like that. At least I'm hoping it's what it's supposed to be doing. I don't know. I just put it under. I just follow the instructions. It says put it under my tongue, let it dissolve. So I do. Um, but he did say you can actually reduce your dose if you are on B12 vitamin supplementation, especially if you're taking more than 1,000 MCGs a day. So this test was not supposed to be a part of this. But I'm glad it was because I forgot how important B12 is. And I forgot that I was injecting it. I forgot I did all this work to boost up my B12 to better my uh, mood, to get rid of the depression medication. This is one of the biggest steps that helped me get away from my um, depression medication. Now, the next ones that I'm going to go over are supposedly super important for protecting us from COVID-19. But I will tell you this one quick story that when I called the doctor's office and I told the nurse that I wanted to have this blood test done because we, we missed it, um, she asked me why. And I said, 
why are you asking me why? Everybody's been saying we need to take these three specific items in order to protect us and build up. We want to build up these three things in our bodies to help us fight COVID. So I was like, this is a silly question. But the three things were zinc, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Now, I'm a dum-dum, so I asked for B12, vitamin D, and zinc. You see what I did there? I accidentally asked for B12 and not my vitamin C test. So I have no idea what my vitamin C is. That's a test for another day. I'm not really that upset about it. Um, but my zinc levels, um, 0.66 to 1.1 uh, MCG's backslash ML. I'm at a 0.89. So, great. The zinc is up there. It's up there. It's not in the one range, but it's just, it, it's getting close. And I think this is great. Um, again, I wanted to know where my zinc was to know whether or not I am building it up enough to help protect myself from the virus we're all fighting today. Now, the other one, vitamin D. This one makes me happy. Um, you're supposed to be 21 to 100 nanograms. I am at 41. And I take uh, 1,000, you know, the omega-3 vitamin. Oh, no, no. The, the vitamin D, I take 3,000 I use a day. Um, I guess I should, I could boost it up to 5,000. It doesn't seem like that's going to affect too much. It might build me up to that, uh, 50 mark. Um, and then, cause I, I feel like being closer to the hundred for the vitamin D would be better. So if I bet you, if I bumped it up to four to 5,000, I use a day, I could get closer to that hundred mark or at least get over the 50. Um, so I'm probably going to end up doing that. You know, I'm probably going to end up boosting that up. Um, and then just for fun, last one. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, no hepatitis C. So there it is. That is my entire blood test. And besides, um, the vitamin C, um, the pituitary gland and, uh, there was one other thing, but it could have just been those two. Besides those two things, um, I, I, I was very, very happy uh, with my results. I was super satisfied with the way my doctor took care of everything. But yeah, so that's, that's my uh, blood test. This is how things are going um, now. Um, and... These are things that you should be doing for yourself out there. I know that these tests are not cheap. If you, if you don't have insurance, it's a pain in the ass. But guess what? There's other ways to get your blood panels too. Ancestry is now doing it. That's kind of new. 23andMe has a full blood panel. And the, I just saw an ad on Channel 9 last night when I was going to bed. Um, there is a company out there, uh, and they've got every test. They've got testosterone, blood, this, that, the other thing. So there are all kinds of companies out there. If you don't have access to a doctor or insurance or anything like that, then go online, 
Look stuff up. There's plenty of people doing tests now. Just make sure it's a reputable company that you're ordering these tests from, like a 23andMe, like an Ancestry. Um, don't just order off of an Instagram ad because I don't know if you've found this out yet, but everything I've ordered from an Instagram ad has come from China and it's been a piece of shit. It's just a grab. It's just a grab ad. That's all it is. It's just there to grab you, steal your money, and send you a piece of shit, piece of garbage in the mail. I don't think I've ordered one thing through an Instagram ad that's actually been decent, except for indestructible shoes. They were pretty good. I was I was very satisfied with their quality shoe, but I will tell you, there's been a few other things I've purchased off of those Instagram ads, and they are fucking garbage. So don't go and do that. Look it up. Make sure it's a reputable company. Get your blood tested. Get your get your health right. Get your mind right. And let's let's go into 2021 uh, with better health and better immune systems and better ways to fight this COVID. And when we all finally get to take these fucking masks off, we should be better, stronger, healthier people. All right. So that's it. That's that. That's the podcast today. I'm super excited. I know it was a long one. There was a lot to get through. Um, I struggle a lot with this stuff. So if you made it through the podcast with me, I appreciate you listening. Um, I appreciate everybody who subscribes, watches, and uh, shares this thing. Remember, subscribe, hit those like buttons, set those alarms, share this thing, comment, all important to help push this podcast up into the uh, ratings. Um, don't forget about the email. If you or someone you know has a story that needs to be heard or you just want to talk about something, put whatever we're talking about in the subject line and send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Um, and you can always follow me on social media. Um, that's going to be Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. So go on social media and click the follow button. There's always stuff there. It's a great way to get some extra content throughout the week. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Well, I hope everybody has a great rest of your week by now when you're listening to this it'll be thursday um i hope you enjoy the weekend and uh as always i'll talk to you later <laughs>